Welcome to South Harmon. Huh? Welcome to South Harmon. Hey, welcome to South Harmon. We glad you here today. Another AMA. Ask me anything. Super chat is cool if you wanna pay to play. Like and subscribe, that's what we really appreciate. Let me introduce you to the Teardown King. Mike McNutted, ask your questions, he'll answer anything. ATM, you know Adam put them graphics on the screen. Glad you tapped in now, stay tapped in for the team. Hey, everything is posted. Go follow the socials. South Harmon, FF tag, it's it, we get notice. Welcome to South Harmon, we glad you here today. Welcome to South Harmon, we glad you here today. Another AMA. Welcome to South Harmon, we glad you here today. Oh yeah. I'm glad you here today. Glad you here today. What's good, everybody? What? I almost said Wednesday night AMA, man. Special <laughs> Tuesday edition. Thanks to Thanksgiving holiday travels. Yeah, Tuesday man. night AMA. Tuesday night like AMA. Old school. We're so. We're doing these we're, on Tuesdays. Feels yeah, like man. forever ago. It does. The uh, you know, we're thankful, man. We're thankful, so we're not gonna let AMA not happen. You know, we're not just gonna let that happen. Hell yeah! Um, Hell yeah! Just Mike, so everyone's aware, I'm rocking the uh, the Keon Coleman. Today. I was just gonna ask you. That's Coleman. I, I figured it had to be the the Coleman one, but you know, that's you, a, that's you see the, the top maroon. of it. That's all. That's yeah. the most maroon. Actually, it's Garnet, but you know, as close to Brock Purdy as you're ever gonna fucking see me wear. But, I was gonna say it. I wanted to distinguish that because it is, it's looking not quite, it's, it's more of the red, right? But, uh, yeah, looking damn near like that, that, that Frisco color, man. Um, speaking of which yeah. you weren't on the, um, you were not on this week. You had, you know, listen, you had fun. You had fun. We hung over. <laughs> we, we've all been there, right? So we had E come on. What a week for you to miss the recap though, because, uh, mm. you know, people are, Coming off the week he had before, you know, people, the chirpers were back, as we like to say, right? They were back. And now it feels alive. like they're, uh, they feel like they're healthy, you know, they're healthy this That's week. Good, so right? I figured we had to, we had to, we had to talk with you about uh, what you thought this week with the performance and what, what is, uh, you know, Brock Purdy to you moving forward, any changes, any consideration with the last two weeks in mind, still the previous three weeks were not good, but go ahead. I mean, if you really got down in the weeds and, like, what I've said about Brock Purdy, like, officially, you know, not persona, not just yeah. Brock Purdy sucks, you know. Mm-hmm. He's okay. He's okay. Had a really great game. I think I've been on here and, like, talked about how he had a good game before. <laughs> it's yeah. happened. The only thing that was kind of weird about this one, it just made me really question this, Adam. Like, uh, I, I saw he had a perfect passer rating, and, like, yeah. people were hyping that up. Of course. And then I was like, hey, what are we doing, man? Like, I, when's the last time we used passer rating? You remember, like, what was it, 15 years ago, ESPN was like, passer rating sucks, we're going to make our own called QBR, and then mm-hmm. it just kind of got adopted all over the place? Yep. So why do they still track passer rating, I guess? Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I've yep. never heard fantasy analysis where somebody talked about a, a quarterback's passer rating. Nobody gives a shit anymore. You talk about, you know, CPOE, EPA, uh, a dot, a dot. You know, yards after the catch, receiver target separation, money throws, interceptable passes, danger plays, like all these advanced statistics. I never heard. Like I listen to a lot of podcasts too. I've never heard a single <laughs> son of a bitch go like, "This dude leads the league in passer rating." <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. Well, <laughs> no, I, nobody cares. 
I, I do like that well, though. I, I, the, I was uh, wondering why that's still a thing. Like, why is that still around? I got your answer actually. Um, I'm with you though. Like, it's it. Uh, I'd say passer rating is an older metric that we don't really. I guess as the games evolve, it's not as much of a important stat, right? Yeah. And a lot of people don't pay much attention to it. I think the reason it was relevant and why they're they're pushing it as much as it was one, it's I guess to that scale, it was perfect, right? But two, yeah. There was no such thing back when Montana and Young played to compare it to to try to act like uh, he's the only quarterback Frisco's had to do it other than these two guys. Because if you try to use a different stat, I mean, you're talking, you know, back in the that's back in the heyday. If you wanted to compare it to that, those two right. guys, and I think I think there's the correlation, the narrative they're trying to push. They finally found their next goat quarterback type stuff. That's what the uh, media feels okay. like it's pushing anyway. Anyway, you know. Well, that's fair. It just and then it sent me down this rabbit hole too. Like I've seen other guys have really good games. Uh, from the quarterback, you know, as far as fantasy are concerned, you know, they've had, like, monster games, no picks, no turnovers, right? Uh, high completion percentage, lots of touchdowns on the board. Yeah. And I was like, man, when Sam Howe carved up the Eagles a few weeks ago, like, what was his passer rating, right? He put up 32 fantasy points plus, four touchdowns. Yeah. Took care of the ball. What was his passer rating? 114. 114. And I'm like, how does one guy get 158 off of, you know, that? <laughs> Another guy only, I don't, whatever, fucking passer. Well, I mean, passer rating kind of, like, it, all, all that stat really speaks to the perfectness was when throws were there, he made them, and he didn't fuck anything up, right? That's really That's what fair. the perfect thing means. It just, because Sam Howell, I don't think, was also in the position to, you know, really thrive a whole game in that Washington offense. We, we've seen plenty of weeks where, right. I mean, if you if you had a perfect game versus the Eagles defense, by the way, seeing what the I know there was a ton of drops versus the Chiefs just last game, but if you had a perfect game versus the Eagles, now that I'll go back to the old stats because that's fucking crazy. Like that defense is ridiculous, bro. Like if you did that, um, so I'm just curious your thoughts here because I I agree with that point and I think that's where we can go over now, right? Let's go over and let's bring up um, let's not let's not use any let's use a fantasy metric one that. Oh, kind of taking the you know dynasty league by storm. Let's go ahead and talk about these here. I'll pull up the shit one since you got that one. Right, use it a coaster. If you guys Shout caught out to the our th- patron Anto Hancho, man, hooked us up. Anto Hancho, man. So um, if you caught the thumbnail, I put the wood grain San Francisco background in there. A little yeah. you know touch on that because I saw Mike. Yeah. Mike couldn't wait for me. I saw his yesterday. I'm like, holy crap, these are fire. Then I get them in person and uh, super excited. They they go perfect with a South Harmon. You know. Whether you want a bourbon glass or you got the beer, the beer, the beer glass. Ain't, ain't, no, ain't nobody else getting one of these though. Bang! Oh, <laughs> well, that's a South Harmon boss. But that's the one that uh, I, I bought the uh, the one off the website, right? The first one, and my wife put it in the dishwasher, and it like melted the label off. So then she had this one like made up because she. Felt nice, bad. well done. <laughs> so, um, but I don't know how we're gonna use them yet. We'll probably do some of these with giveaways. And yep. we'll probably figure out a way to put maybe some of them on the website, too, if people are interested. I think, um, we, I think we should do that, man. Ant- Anto did a fucking... <clears throat> These are... Uh, you know, it's funny, actually. Let me give you... This is actually... Antho, I, I'm glad. I want to get to this Warp Rock Purdy thing, but this is a... No, no better time than this, all right? Just so you guys get a clue a clue here at what we're really working with, the type of elegance. I, I'll put that out here, okay? Oh, yeah. These are the two different type of woods, right? That That one closest to me i love that one yeah that wood yeah uh, i'm not a woody i don't know what that is that woody and I, I think, think it's mahogany take, 
Yeah, I think if you take the okay, we'll say it's mahogany. If you could take that okay. and put that little tiny logo on it in the bottom corner. Yes. Creme Love. de la Creme. That is. Not now, that any of the other ones are bad, but I'm just like I'm. No, I'm with you. Thinking in my head, like I think that'd be perfect. So to give you guys an idea, okay, um, this is a now this is a full inch. Um, this wood is legit. We're probably going to take it down a little bit. These are a little thick, but at the same Trust time, man, me, I want I you know to understand. What an inch looks like. Yeah, you know, and so when Mike tells you he's got three, like it looks a little better when you say this is one inch, all right? Um, this is what I've been rocking with down here, okay? And I want you to just understand, I want you to understand how chintzy, and like I, I thought these were actually not that bad. And then you get these, and it's kind of like when you get the warp tool, to your point, Mike, it's actually a perfect segue, that's why I used it. When you start realizing you're using this old shit that's kind of just, it's okay, but then you get a game changer situation. So let's talk about warp, Mike. Um with the warp tool and Brock Purdy. So I was just looking, I pulled up, I, I just did mind warped um, six point passing touchdown lineup, 12, 11 by 30. That's the one I pulled up. If you want to pull up a different okay. one, we can do that. Um, uh, I'll rock that one. That so this up. week, I think, I think he's going to be like top five, probably, right? Maybe close to top five. I, I don't actually know for sure. He was good, well, but I don't know. For, just for one week? You, you pull that up. I want to see the overall standings, but you pull it up just for this week. Let me know where he was. <coughs> yeah. I would imagine he was like QB2 on the week, wasn't he? QB2 or 3? Let's pull yeah, up the adjusted warp table. Okay, so adjusted warp table has him at Calvin Ridley was 1, Reek was 2, T-Law was the number 1 quarterback, then Saquon, Tank Dell, Keenan Allen, 7th overall player, quarterback 2 in, um, in this format here. So obviously... It's going to change based on the scoring in each league. But, yeah, to your point, quarterback two. And we saw Trevor Lawrence had a great day. That's the only one that was ahead of him. Even Herbert, who had, I think, like 80-something yards on the ground, uh, was quarterback three. But they're very close. Um, yep. Brock Purdy was point three in um, warp, gave you this week. So A third of a win in a warp. I yep. Like it. <clears throat> so, uh, he was good. He had a great week. Yeah. And I, I won't I take mean, anything from him. No, of course not. Well, I guess he, here's the question. And moving forward, is it still for Brock Purdy? All jokes aside, oh, actually, if you want to lean into it, I'm, I'm happy with that. But give me um, your take on this performance. Does it change anything for you, really, with the evaluation of Brock Purdy in the long term and in, in this season? No. Okay. I, I think I've said for a while, like, he's a QB2. He's going to have some weeks. But he's also going to have a lot of weeks where he's more detrimental to you because you're starting him in your super flex spot. Now, depending on the type of league you're in, right, if you're in a best ball league, is Brock Purdy worth a first? I think we can all say yes. In start nine best ball, start 13, start 16, like that crazy psychotic one you set up, yes, he's worth a first. Like That's just the way it is. He is. Yeah. He's a quarterback. He's worth a first. And if you're going to play at this kind of high-end fluctuation of uh, QB2 with potential to maybe be top five option on the week? Sure. Yeah. Do I think he solidified as like keep trade cuts quarterback 12 or 13? I think that's where people are starting to make their first mistake. Okay. Um, but, you know, we want to have an argument about it. At least it's a reasonable conversation. The fact that I've been such a staunch proponent of it is I said in start eight, because that's where the original question came back from like week one or two in the Patreon where this whole thing started, really, somebody sold him for a first, what was projected a late first. Right now that that first is more mid, and it's a start eight league. Start eight, start nine, start ten. Like Brock Purdy isn't the type of quarterback that I want to be in my super flex spot, Adam. I want hammers. 
I want a hammer in my quarterback spot. I want a hammer in my super flex spot because why? There's so few other options with the amount of starters to make up for the massive amount of points that quarterbacks score. So I, Brock Purdy, yes. Can he have a top five week? Sure, sure. I want the guys who are going to do it more times than not, though, right? I want those more consistent hammer-type quarterbacks. So if I have the opportunity to sell Brock Purdy in a league like that at QB12 or 13 prices on keep trade cut, by all means, gone, out the door. The original mm-hmm. question was, should I sell him for a first? Yes, take that first. Use it to go get a hammer at another position, right, to tear up into a Justin Jefferson or to tear up into a Chase or to tear up into a Christian McCaffrey or use it to tear up at quarterback. If Brock Purdy's your QB3 and in a lineup league like start eight and you're really only going to start him two, three times a year, why are you holding that kind of value at in reserve, right? Go out and just find some shitter quarterback that you can plug in for one or two weeks to get by with while you ride out the other two. So it's a matter of roster construction and league format. We want to talk like a start 12 lineup league. Like those are pretty common, right? Start 12 lineup league. Yeah. You want to roll Brock Purdy out as your, your super flex quarterback every single week? Go ahead. Like I got no qualms with that. He's decent enough. Me personally, I want to always kind of shoot for the moon at the quarterback position, but he's completely fine. Gotcha. The biggest, the biggest pushback I always have is people are like, he was free. So? I go find a $100 bill on the street, and I go, well, I can just let it sit here and rot, you know, or I can actually take it and do something with it, right? Well, it was free, so it doesn't really matter. I get that. I get the sentiment, but Dynasty, man, I'm all about, like, if I got something that was cheap or of value, let me sell it. (laughs) Let me move into the next thing. Let me hoard all the assets possible. So... This whole like argument, well, he was cheap or he was free. He was a fifth-round pick. I picked him up off of waivers, whatever it was. I don't care. I don't care. If you're going to get these type of prices, move them. You're doing yourself and your team a disservice to not at this point. And then we get into the whole Sam Howell debate. And really, to me, there's no debate. Okay? Keep okay. trade cut, rather have Brock Purdy. Right? The community would rather have Brock Purdy. That's a fallacy, in my opinion. Okay. Brock Purdy doesn't do anything that Sam Howell doesn't do better, period, right? Sam Howell is better in warp. He's better in points per game. He's better in your finish. He's better throwing the ball down the field. He's better with money throws. He's doing it with worse weapons. He's doing it with a worse offensive line. He's doing it in a system or a, what do you want to say, a uh, a situation around him from ownership to the coaching, everything on down that's worse than what San Francisco has in place, right? Sure. And he's done it in adverse circumstances against good teams. These are all things that I still have question marks about Brock Purdy, right? His three-game bad stretch, down stretch, came when he wasn't having his full complement of weapons. No Trent Williams, no Debo. And he looked like ass. And then people are like, well, he had a concussion. Do you have a concussion for three straight games? Maybe. Maybe. But he also looked horrible for three games in a row. Yeah. So... To me, there's really no debate. And if you're going to tell me one for one, I could get into a Sam Howell or I could get into a Rock Party, it's going to be a Sam Howell. But I will tell you this, even with Sam Howell in a start eight or start nine lineup league, Adam, if he was the piece to get me into a Herbert, a Joe Burrow for next, for next year, a C.J. Stroud, a Tua, like I'm doing that too. I'm using Sam Howell's ass to move up to get into something a little bit more secure. But 
This is where I'm at, and I'm constantly fighting the patrons. I don't think Brock Purdy's god-awful dog shit. He's just like a hipster, cooler version of Kirk Cousins at this point. I mean, okay, that last part. I mean, I can kind of get behind that, though, um, as far as what he might mean to you. And I think uh, some of the points you made, I'm 100% with you. I think there's, um, like, even in lineup start, like, 8, 9, right, these shallow ones. If I can upgrade my super flex spot, I'm 100% going to try to do that. I think the typically you'll find the cheat code in that type of a setting is to have two quarterbacks that are true top 12 options. Um, and that's I, I want to kind of build that foundation if possible. It's not always possible. Um, if I had to have um, Brock Purdy as my super flex in that format, I'm not. I don't love the situation, but I'm. I don't. I'm not saying like oh, I'm screwed because of it. Now, if I can find a way again to sell him, and then maybe if I know I can flip that asset and get into a, another quarterback situation via a trade like that, I'd be I'd be more open to it, depending on my league. But I think that for me, the Cousins thing that you said there at the end, like I think in in lineup start nine, there is definitely some situations where I had Cousins at my super flex spot. I didn't feel like I have a hammer there, but I don't feel bad there. I don't even know right now. I'm starting to feel like potentially Purdy can be someone that's a solid that's as best as I can say it, a solid quarterback to option and super flex option but I don't know we, we, this was this was the one time we've seen a kind of true difference making week from him at the position and he threw a perfect game he played his best possible football mm-hmm. I'm not saying he um, is never going to play a good game again I just don't know if he offers this type of weekly upside often and I, I, so for for me, I think it's uh you know it was good to see if you have Brock Purdy shares if you were a defender of him it was good to see him have a pop week, but we'll see if he continues it and if this complement of weapons can all stay healthy and this type of play can continue. For me, I I agree with that though like cousins uh, cousins esque feel of that value, but if I have to pay more for that because people are getting excited for Brock Purdy, I'm good and I'm willing to sell if I can stay into certain quarterback ranges. So. I think I think realistically that's where I'm at. If if you don't have a way to liquidate him or get into a higher quarterback option, I'm fine with it. But if you have opportunities to, you know, someone wants to come get Brock Purdy, they think this is going to be the new norm, and you can get into a safer asset. I'm with you. The Howell thing, I think for, for upside, I agree. Still, like I know Howell's coming off a bad game, and everyone's going, oh, they lost to the freaking Giants. All this. I think the reality is Howell still offers more upside weekly. I think the one problem could potentially be that maybe he doesn't have a secure um, secure home, right? Like that's what people's pushback will be. In certain spots, Mike, in Brock Purdy territory and Sam Howell territory, I'm a little more willing to give up some safety if I can get the upside. So um, I still think I'm with you on the Howell versus Purdy thing, but I think it is getting close. If, and if you wanted to play the safer route, that's Purdy for me. The upside route is Sam Howell, frankly, in my opinion. Just looking down the road, too, like some other things to put in, right? We Both of us, I think, could agree. We don't feel Jordan Love is very safe, right? No. Like a, a long-term quarterback. Still, if you look at like a war per game, he's better than Brock Purdy has been on the year for fantasy purposes. So you go, okay. Well, you try to match the two up, and I go, well, you know, Purdy, you know, they, they want to build around this rookie contract and this kind of stuff. The only pushback I always have against that, Adam, is yes, they, they moved on from Trey Lance, and people are like, well, they'll, they'll never move on from Purdy because of after that. Well, they also traded for Jimmy G, 
gave him a big extension, and then went on a playoff run where they figured out that Jimmy G wasn't the guy who could push them over to the hump. Like, they needed him to make one goddamn throw in the Super Bowl to win it, and he couldn't do it. And then he could never really get over the hump ever going back. Like, he was just good enough, right? So that's why they made the move for Trey Lance. And then they found Purdy, and they're like, okay, maybe this is the guy. I'm just saying, what if we get into a scenario, right? It doesn't look like right now they're going to get the one seed, right? That's probably going to be the Eagles, maybe the Lions, right? Dallas is probably going to be in the mix. Like, it's a tough road to get the one seed, meaning they're going to have a first-round playoff game. Yeah. What if they come out, and the reason they lose that game is because of Brock Purdy? What if it's all over again for Kyle Shanahan going, fuck, I don't have a quarterback who can actually win me the game. I have everything I need around him. We see how great the system and the weapons are around him. We see how great that defense is. If it's the quarterback again holding him back, you honestly going to tell me that they wouldn't go out and try to make a move if somebody became available that they thought they could do it? Kirk Cousins is probably going to be a free agent. That's kind of Kyle Shanahan's guy. You don't think he would entertain that. That's all I'm saying about, like, we think Purdy's secure for the next three years here. Just saying maybe. Maybe not as safe as we want. Maybe not as safe as Jordan Love, who's a first-round draft pick, right, who they're going to have to make a decision on the offseason. Maybe these guys carry the same risk. Yeah, I mean, um, the Niners, like – I think what's what's crazy is they gave up all that draft capital for Lance and then they, they moved on, right? Um, they are finally back, believe it or not now, Mike. They're finally back to having their their Thanks. onslaught, their whole pick situation, right? And the interesting part, though, is that the the reason they ended up spending all that for Lance, it's funny. You look back and a lot of the NFL is like a copycat type situation. There was obviously, to your point, the quarterback situation was what they felt like needed. They wanted to get them over the hump. And it was more of a, we don't want a safe quarterback like Jimmy G. Because you saw, safety is not going to do anything in a bad situation. A safe quarterback and, and the Raiders, once you ask him to get unsafe and push the ball downfield, all he of a sudden like it's it's really cheeks. bad. So yes, he looks horrible. You understand what, what the process is, and, and you, you saw how much the Rams had just given up to go get Stafford and win a title. And I think um, that kind of really stuck in their mind and they said you know what we're going to spend up because we what are, what are they always going to have mike they're always going to have later picks even if purdy's ass he's not right now by the way i want to make sure everyone but let's yeah. say he was yeah. ass this team's so good they're not going to be in a position to go draft a quarterback so then do they essentially go down the, the the road of probably trying to get an upside play trade a bunch of future first to get into the high-end quarterback i don't think they're going to do that to your point would they bring in a Cousins? Would they bring in someone else? That's always on the on the table. The one thing, at least during his next two years, will be obviously paying him, you know, speaking of ass, like an ass contract. He's making nothing versus mm. even if you brought Cousins in, you're going to give him – I mean, Daniel Jones got $40 million. I mean, it's crazy to think that. But he's going to get 30-something, you know. So how does it work with their team – the ma- the myth uh, the cap is a myth by the way they could push money around and make it work for a year or two if they really really wanted to go down that road yeah that's um, bullshit the cap cap is always bullshit man it, well the, it it can just be manipulated too easily all the time and you see the saints who are just like we're never going to allow we're gonna they're basically going into credit card debt right so um, <laughs> no, they're taking out payday loans man they're past credit card debt that's that's fair yeah um, 
but the the point I guess is now, if if they do have a situation like that, yeah, they they'll always be swinging for upside because this team's so good. Um, so I, I I give you that, and I I think the question now though is also if he makes a couple if he makes a couple good ga- good plays. Let's let's say Mike they get back to the NFC title game and they end up playing the Eagles for for example. There you go. They, they, okay. Let's say they have two good two solid games. They win, yep. then comes to the Eagles and. Let's say he looks bad in that game. Now what? They're, they probably still roll with him, but they're probably still not sold. They're probably still not like, this is our our future guaranteed for the, forever. But at this point, like, I think that would be the cherry on top if they ever got that. So I just think it's important not to evaluate that and say that he's certainly their quarterback for X amount of years, right? I think that's right. the cherry on top if you're going to evaluate it. Yeah, Sam Howell's like just as risky, right? We talk about the uh... – Maybe they come in and clean house with that organization, and maybe they don't want Sam Howell, right? Just keep in mind, right, that you're not set in stone with Brock Purdy being the dude for the next couple of years. So I just want to just caution folks because I think he's amazing, like the next coming. Mm-hmm. I think he's fine. He's okay. But is, is okay what you really want to shoot for in Dynasty? If you do, go ahead. Like, I'm always trying to strive even when I had Kirk Cousins, like to – Okay, I can get by with this guy, but you know, I'd really like to do something else. <laughs> is Lamar available? Can I get into it? Ooh, the CJ Stroud, he looks nice. Can I try this? Hopefully. That would be insane. Um Antho must know I'm just coming from uh NYC. Yeah. Uh Ethan. All right, let, let, let's go ahead and get some of these questions knocked out. That's, if you have if you have differences, man, um listen. Go ahead and put them in the put them in the comments. Oh, first of all, Dan, I'm Ethan. I promise I'm going to get to you, Dan. I wanted to mention this. You want my glass? SouthHarmonFF.com. It's yours, buddy. Uh, Mike has one. It's up for grabs. We're going to get these. Uh, we are going to get Antho's um, coasters on there at some point. They're. I mean, I had a feeling what was coming, Mike, but not. I didn't think they'd be looking like this fucking dope. They're they're nasty, they were, bro. They were great with a bourbon glass or a beer glass or. A, I feel like it's my like wife's it feels got a wine glass that's got South Harmon on it. So if you got that special lady, Christmas is coming up. Nothing says I love you like a shit wine glass. I was gonna say, uh, you, you know what though? It's kind of dangerous. Every kiss begins with shit. <laughs> we gotta clip that. Um. <laughs> Man, I almost just, okay. I was, I was, I completely lost my train of thought. The, the dangerous part, aside from Mike serenading me, is that I see this glass kind of sitting there, and it makes me want to pick it up and drink it a little more, you know. So, it could be dangerous. Um, Twelve team superflex, full PPR, zero tight end premium, plus four minus one, so four point passing touchdown, one pick. Start nine, rebuilding. Should I trade Lamar? For a rich and a twenty-five late first. Hey, Antho, how come I didn't get that one? By the way, how come I? It's okay that mine's not movie quality. Um, if not any counter options, so trade Lamar for a rich plus late twenty-five first plus. I'm guessing that's mid twenty-five first, or is is it just late, Ethan? Uh, if just it's two, one. if it's a, Let us if, know it's, if it's one or two, yeah, if it's a late twenty-five first, I'm a hundred percent in. A late and a mid twenty-five first, Mike. Let's just say because I, I know you agree, you will take a rich. You would send your late twenty-five and Lamar for a rich, right? Or, or I'm sorry, a late twenty-five and a rich for Lamar. I would take the a rich and the two first side here. Start nine. Yes, this one. If it was one if late first, 
if it's just Lamar for A. Rich and the 25 late first, I'm taking Lamar. Okay, we're on the same page here. If it's a late first, to the, if I need to send a late first with my A. Rich in 25, that's all it takes to go get Lamar who's playing and listen, he's not playing the number one overall option like we were maybe hoping for, but he's still damn good. I'm in. Yeah. Two first, like if it's a late and a mid, I'm probably not doing that, frankly. It's just too much. Uh, even though the 25 class, listen, the 25 class doesn't project for us to be, you know, some great class, but we saw this in 22. That's also a fallacy. It's still a draft class, and it, there's still going to be people in that matter. And right now, two years down the line, I don't even have to care who matters in that league. I know that this class, regardless of the prospects, is going to carry enough type of value. And if it doesn't, I'm going to draft the players. So um, I'm not doing it for two. I'll do it easily for the late. Let me ask you this, Mike. If you could counter back and drop the late, if it's a mid-25 first, you still in? Ooh, no. No, and because he put on there, he's rebuilding too, right? Like, I want to go get the elite quarterbacks when they come available because they don't come available all that time. Like, the buying window sometimes is very small. Yep. But I also do believe Anthony Richardson has the possibility of being there. Now, some things got to go right, and I, I urge him to please learn how to take care of your body. Like, please, I understand you're a fucking tank, but I'd also love to see you scoring fantasy points for the next 15 years for, for some of my squads. So, yeah. Just take care of yourself a little bit more. But to your point, we were talking, I think it might have been the Canton Bound show, we were talking about A. Rich versus Kyler, and you brought up the good point. A. Rich is going to be the one who's ascending in the offseason, like who climbs back up as soon as he's like, he's cleared, he's on the field, he's participating in OTAs, or he's making this <clears throat> training camp throw. Yeah. You guys remember how excited you were in fucking October <laughs> you know, for yes. Anthony Richardson. Right. So he's going to come <clears throat> back up again. So if you're rebuilding, you don't really have to, and if it's going to require a mid I, I pass. I go, I'm keeping the mid. I'm keeping a rich. You hold on to your Lamar. We'll explore this, uh, you know, next July <laughs> if you really want to. Antho, do I need to file like a claim with uh, with UPS or USPS? What? How come he got the big logo? Where's my big logo? Sheesh. I mean, I feel like something had to go wrong. Anyway, we'll, we'll clear that up later. I'm with you. Um, I think the other thing, too, is that move, like – when we typically say absolutely on a move like that, it's like, hey, I'm on a contender. I need to win now. I don't want to have a chance to lose because I have Averich on my team with this rest of the greatness around it. If you're rebuilding, I, I can understand just, hey, I'm going to get off of one late first. This asset's more secure. Even though Averich might ride a little bit of a high, I know Lamar is uh, someone I'm not going to move off of in this format, right? Because it's a lineup start nine. You just want to have that security. Fine. You get past that in a rebuild, I'm with Mike. I don't. It's not really how I want to handle my rebuilds, right? It's, it would be a move, I guess I would say, Ethan, if you wanted to do something like that, it, it, that would be a move at the end of the day, like, hey, I'm coming out of a rebuild and I have a little extra to play with. I'm just trying to form a goon squad. Um, but typically, I'm going to say no. All right. Yep. Would you would you trade likely uh, 103 for Addison and the likely 109? I'd be getting the 103. Not a chance at all. Really? You wouldn't trade the... So if he's getting the 103, I would trade Addison in the 109. Yeah, the 103. He, yeah, yeah. He's saying, would you trade the likely 103 for Addison and the likely 109? I'd be getting the 103. Yes, we're on the same page. You take the 103 there, right? Oh, it's just weird because he asked. He worded first, it that so way. He was yeah, from yeah. the from the other perspective. <clears throat> yeah, I'm if with you. You were the other guy. It's a little, uh, you know, we we got all we got a lot of sorts. Um, but now that we know what to do with our hands, we want the if 103. It's 12 team super flex three league. I want the 103. 
you can have Addison in the 109. <clears throat> Definitely. I mean, uh, this, the, the 109, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with Keon Coleman. It could You, you may end up getting a guy like Keon Coleman, right? It's going to be a good class. It's going it, to be a class. The receivers at 109 right? are going to be deep enough. I agree with Mike. But <laughs> One, the, two, and three are just fucking different. So Harrison Jr., like, I'm just – I'm telling people right now. He's going to have, right or wrong, the value of – Chase Light right away. People are – and the way the position is trending, remember when Chase came out, when uh, Justin Jefferson came out, the community as a whole wasn't fawning over receivers to the degree that they are now, right? So, like, Marvin Harrison Jr.'s value is going to be ridiculous. So, here's the thing, Mike. I'm, all, I'm, I'm locking him in at minimum. Or if that's not the case, guess what I'm getting? I'm getting off of Addison in the 109, and I'm getting in a start 10 league – Drake May or uh, Caleb Williams, buddy. Pion, that's a that's the hedgehog man. That's that's the real runner. I'm out of so here. So those top three guys all have a realistic. And uh, this is I did the the Canton bound. I did a solo. So if you want to check that out on Thanksgiving when it drops, uh, check it out because I just went through the 24 class. Yeah. And not you know not like a deep dive right i'm not a fucking debbie scout red i can't tell you the ins and outs of every single person but just from how i'm viewing it adam i mean the first and second rounder mm. chef's kiss deep but there's a difference between the 101 102 103 and everything else everything else and those first three picks are all threats and i'm not even saying threats it almost feels like a foregone conclusion they're going to be first round dynasty startup picks right <clears throat> At I would say, point. oh, at some point, oh yeah. You know, I mean, at some point next off season, June, July. Oh, you think right? so? Yes, I, I do think that. Uh, I think that Caleb and Marvin Harrison Jr. have a really, really good chance. I, I'm not even going to say Drake May can't. He's he would be the one. I, I love Drake May, by the way. What, um, what happens I don't wanna, when Drake May goes first in the NFL draft? It, there's a. I'm not going to say there's not a scenario that he can't. To that point, okay, first overall pick in the NFL draft. I mean, it depends who the team is. Like, I, I could see funny things, like people being like, oh, I hate this landing spot. But no, I think that's where there's scenarios, Mike. Drake May could become a first-round startup pick. Uh, at the same time, I think if there was one that isn't like – I would be more surprised to see Caleb and Marvin Harrison not flirt with that back-end first round at minimum than I would Drake May. But I do think, to your point, they all could end up being there. They all have scenarios where they're probably – I'd say at worst – you talk about like middle of the offseason after the draft, man, when when the hype really starts to hit. I don't see these guys being outside of top 15 minimum, like top yeah, right in that range, 15, 18. Like there's just no way you're going to get past those guys because they're going to both – they're all going to have elite draft capital and they're prospects that everybody loves. So You're going to talk about two quarterbacks that are going to almost instantaneously be inside the top 10 for most people's dynasty ranks, and you're talking about a wide receiver who's going to push Jamar Chase for wide receiver two without even playing a fucking game, which well, is insane. What's crazy is uh, the, C.J. Stroud having the year he's having too, I feel like people are going to uh, utilize that and the reason they're like Jucky. chasing the upside. How, they're going to juxtapose that onto these what, rookie quarterbacks. What's so funny is somehow I feel like people are going to miss that how Bryce is going to fall. Like – they're, they're not going to see that as much as they're going to see this C.J. Stroud outside and a, and a Rich climbing back after the uh, the injury. like that. Those are guaranteed things, so yep. it's just uh, it's funny. But it's, I'm not disagreeing. I think I'm with you. They're, they're all going to go high. So anyway, you can lock in a, a top three pick. This is a move that I think – listen, 
if you drafted a player and held for a year or two, like, could this move bite you? Maybe. Yeah. But here's the thing. Right now in value and what you'll be able to trade and do with that player for the next, I mean, gosh, two years, you're probably safe at, at just insane value. Well, a lot of people's seasons is already over. As we keep going on, more and more people's seasons are over, and now we switch to rookie fever and rookie hype. So yeah, you're just starting the value ascension, so this is a good time to go ahead and get it. You don't have to keep it. You don't have to actually draft the guy if you don't want to, but you can capitalize on the increased value at a later time down the road. What up, DB? Uh, Yeah, I feel you on the long day, man. I Listen, I was uh, I had a great time in New York, but all of a sudden I'm like, damn, I'm leaving to go to El Paso tomorrow. I'm kind of just like, damn, you know, the 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 excitement isn't there. As, as I'm just tired of being on a plane already, and I, I haven't even been yet. So let's go. It'll be fun. All right, twelve team superflex half PPR start line uh, start nine lineup traded Purdy and Joku in a late twenty five and a twenty five late second. Sorry for Andrews and a twenty five first this week in our deadline. I'm not thinking I should have waited until the offseason. I tried for more. Um, I think you're right. Yeah. I'm yeah, good at this, this Andrews thing. This is, this is light for me, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's a couple things. I think for me, like I talk about – I don't know that Mike and I are really much different on Purdy, uh, whether you like listen to us in, our, in his staunchness versus where I'm at. I, I do think, though, Purdy in this format, like, I'm just seeing right now, Mike, anyway, Superflex half PPR starting on lineup. Like, I don't see a tight end premium here. So, there's that aspect one. And I don't know, Brandon, if uh, you're still here. Like, it, it would need to be a pretty significant tight end premium for me to really even start considering this. Yep. And even at that point, then, Mike, I ask myself, do I really need Andrews? Like, am I – because here's the thing. I, when I'm buying Andrews, the reason I haven't moved is because I typically haven't gotten deals like this on the other end, one. And two, I haven't bought is because, like, when I kept asking myself, do I need Andrews, it's like, it's nice to buy low, but I don't think I'm buying low for a uh, a, a swooning-type deal where I feel great about, like, getting my Andrews share. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that's where I'm kind of lukewarm on even buying him. And definitely not for this price because if, I, if there's not a high enough tight end premium – like it's a it's purdy still like I don't want to lose a quarterback to go do this, right? If you even put it as like a you paid two first for, you know, from the twenty five first you can kind of just cancel those dudes out, right? Yeah. Would you pay the first and the second plus for Mark Andrews while he's hurt and not doing a fucking thing? <clears throat> I'm good. Yeah, I guess I guess he, he, here's the thing, right? So actually, Mike. The way I'm looking at this, if, if I was going to try to give you a chance to defend the deal, I'm not saying that you will. Yeah. If So, in Joku, at the tight end position, right, we, we say either, especially in lineup, go get an Andrews, go get a Kelsey, go get a difference maker, or don't yep. get any at all. Correct. The way I'm going to ask you this question is now, Mike, would you trade in Joku in this late second to go get Andrews? And then to a point you've made earlier, I think you're talking more about the 24 class to pivot in, but Purdy for that late or for this 25 first with the idea of maybe moving that or like just straight up a first for Purdy. Possibly. Possibly. I think it just at this point, like with Purdy just coming off a game, Andrews being done for the season, 
here's the thing about like trading for guys who just got hurt who are superstars. That residual value carries over for a couple of weeks before people realize, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know what? It's like, um, like the, the panic doesn't set in. Like, so the market always comes down on them. I understand the trade deadline was this week, so you kind of got to do it. But, like, that's the kind of offer I'm sending. And if you want to take it, then take it. And if you don't, then, you know, I'll see you in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess when your deadline would be, I guess, p- plays into the value and how quickly it falls for Andrews. Right. I I actually Michael I'm pretty sure in all my leagues the deadline hasn't hit yet. Um, uh, that's because you play in a lot of leagues. I well up, now the, fuck we those don't trade deadlines. No, the, those don't have a trade deadline. That doesn't even count. So I, <laughs> I like remove to, I, remove thirty of my leagues basically. I think it was Big Corey. I think it was Big Corey in one league. He was like, "What is this? A shit league with a trade deadline?" And I'm like, "Great catch, my guy. <laughs> There's not supposed to be one in here." Go go Let's check the this off. Go check the pin bylaws up top. It's not supposed to be, so we'll we'll change it for you. Um, but yeah, I think the the, the leagues that the, even that I have a deadline in, Mike, it's like uh, typically those deadlines are like right before the playoffs are going to get ready to start. So in those scenarios, I think Andrews is going to retain value. People think they can trade him; they're going to have time, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, the playoffs are going to start. Do I really want to hold Andrews? Then you'll see him maybe move for a little cheaper. But I. I Personally, I, I don't, I don't want to trade Purdy for a twenty-five first, man. Frankly, unless I know that that first has some to, some sort of big upside, I I don't really want to do that right now. Yeah. I think you can get more, maybe. I think Njoku in the second for Andrews is like something I would try to get done. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. Purdy for the twenty-five first. I mean, it's it's not egregious. I just think I'm yeah, kind of good. Twelve-team superflex PPR start nine competing in Lostboro. Okay. Trade Burrow and Tony for Kyler and Sutton. Yuck. <laughs> Sutton's actually been sneaky good, too. I, I, I'm going to say it. But the for, for people that are not paying attention, it's sneaky good. For those paying attention, it's not sneaky good anymore. This dude's basically catching a touchdown every time he lines up. It's ridiculous. Uh, fair enough. But, yeah, to your point, it's still sneaky because people hate, to your point, the stink. They hate some Cortland Sutton. I think I would do this. I, I agree. With, okay. You know what's crazy? I would do this too. Here's the thing. Fuck Sutton, Tony, man, he, Tony I compa- could care less about in most formats. Um, like Mike, even in best ball, I really don't care about Tony, if that makes sense. The only thing I worry about with Kyler is just, you know, ACL. Not that he looks slower or anything. He still looks like Kyler. He still looks all the way back. But you've seen these guys go out with like a hammy. I know that, that that's the one I'm thinking no. of compensation injuries, man, that come with it. Yeah, please just because we'll here's the problem: real crunch time, and I don't want to fucking just trade one quarterback for another guy who might go down. <clears throat> Mike, can I tell you? You know what's not to saying this, he will. Please, no, no. To this God, point, to this happen, point, but. if the deadline was week 13, like if I make this right going into the 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 deadline, like right going into the playoff week, all right, I'll do this probably. I still I don't hate this, but here's the problem. The upgrade from Tony to Sutton is great. Frankly, like Mike, if I could add little pluses to that, I would do that any anywhere, anytime. Like yeah. I don't care yeah. about. The problem is now that upgrade's cool, but the dude, just you have to understand the downside of Kyler and how the community feels about him. If anything happens, another compensation injury. He, let's say somehow he doesn't actually play as well as he has the first two weeks. Like there is just so much downside with Kyler. Not saying that there's not upside. And not saying he can't help you win this league. But you're trading off of Burrow, man. Like, 
Think about how this year has gone, Mike. Burrow started awful slow. He then came back, started looking better. Now he's out for the year, and it's his, it's his throwing hand, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yep. Wrist. Mike, there wrist. is – there is. Oh, I'm sorry, wrist. Thank you. There is, there is no worry, no concern, no value drop. Like, this is a locked-in top-five asset for the next five years probably. I know that sounds insane to say. And five yeah. years might be strong, but to the point of – Burrow's safeness and high-end upside and dynasty value versus where Kyler's floor is is drastic. I would say this, David, if you really feel strongly that if you don't make this trade, you aren't going to win, this is something I would explore and do. But I also feel like, Mike, let me ask you this. I feel like you're at least entitled to ask for another plus of some sort that can get, get you a chance at lineup consideration. I'm not talking getting crazy. I'm not talking adding some awesome piece. I'm talking... Adding some sort of value, whether that's a pick or a player, that has a realistic chance maybe that you might need to trade later or get into your lineup. You can ask for it. I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to give it to you. I, I just think you're at least I think you're at least at, uh, in the ability to ask for it, man. You know what, David? Like, I'll make a nice determinant. Fuck it. I'm doing this. No mm-hmm. risk it, no biscuit. Go get that championship. All right, there you go. Well, because here's the thing. Once you make this trade and once you do that, to your point, if you do not win this title, you will look back and not like this trade. Yeah, maybe. That's that you will. That's maybe. I know. I I can, Mike. I'm no. You will not like this trade. Nah, maybe, maybe. Don't act like Kyler's fucking ass. Okay. I'm not I'm acting not like he's ass, but he's not. He doesn't have the angry it, toddler deserves better. Fine. I we I have defended that, but I I'm not putting him into the Joe Burrow conversation. He might be. No. So I scored him. Stop it! What? See, this is why this is why we put the I shades. Know on. Facts. This is why we put the shades on this guy. They're not facts. True. Here's what's facts: Kyler Murray has no chance to get to the land of top five quarterback right now until another year or so, where it's we have no worry he's going to move on from a team. People, it's the dynasty community that Clip hates it. him. Clip it. It's 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 facts. That's a hundred percent facts that he will Kyler not get Murray to Burrow. With chase. Marvin Harrison Jr. won't be top five. Got it. Factual. Factual. <laughs> he will not be Joe Burrow. That's facts. And clip it. And, it. and David, you want to go for the title? Go get it, man. Just understand that you better win it or you will not like the trade. Whatever Mike tells you is uh, what Mike tells you. come out fucking tomorrow and tell the world he's retired. He's tired of being beat up like Andrew Luck. There you go. Now, now we're talking. Just like, you know, listen, the, the Viking season's over. Is all. Listen, let's stop going down these la-la lands with this bullshit. The fuck the out of here. The fucking season is over. They just lost to the fucking Broncos, bro. That's fine. The Broncos you just beat how, the Chiefs. You see how the, this... The Broncos just beat the this, Chiefs and the Bills. You see how this fucking goalpost for Justin Jefferson's return just keeps moving back and back and sure, back? Sure. You know what's happening. You think he's not going to play the rest he, of the year? He ain't coming back. Wow. Mike, you, you, why don't you bury yourself right now and let's talk about Purdy not having any upside again. Come on, let's do it. Let's bury you right now, right here on the spot. You want to? Ain't coming back. Hey guys, help me. Let, 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 let's. He's digging his own grave. You just want to just give him a little nudge. He's been drinking. All we gotta do is give him a little nudge. That was week fourteen at best. Good playoffs. Just hopefully. I mean, your team's probably screwed though. Uh, but that was about the other question. Where's the other questions here? Okay. Bargustus. All right, boys. Twelve team superflex. Start ten. Half PPR. Half tight end premium lineup. Tanking. Trade Dak for Higgins and Mike Williams or a second? No. Hell no. Thank you. 
pass. Bargustus, what's what, let me just ask you with reasoning, like what is the uh, what is the what are you trying to accomplish in this trade? I guess is what I'm trying to figure out. Listen, uh, I guess none of us are none, none of us are wearing it. Listen, this is a quarterback hoarding lifestyle show. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this the, the brand is a quarterback hoarding brand, and it's a lifestyle we live here. Yes, I especially when one of them's Dak. I have absolutely no fucking worry at all about having a fourth quarterback. Also, any Black Friday deals on South Harmon Shop? I tell you what, Bergustus, you don't make that trade, I'll discount you. The quarterback hoarding shirt because you fucking need one. You need a reminder. You need a reminder that no, 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 no. Listen, this isn't T. Fuck T. Higgins. All right, this is a quarterback hoarding brand and lifestyle. Damn it, and Bargustus. Like if you want to trade Dak, Mike, just to answer the question, if you want to trade him for a skill player, which if you're quarterback hoarding, fine. It's not T. Higgins though. Like it's not T. Higgins. I mean, let's not act like Dak is 39 years old either, man. He's 30. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Well, this 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 is actually Mike Mike a little bit honestly to to the point. Okay. I, I want to talk a little more. I, I'm going to use the Murray situation to um kind of get to my point actually. When the community decides they're not really all that secure as you you're a high-end asset and you're not really really young. They when I say really, really young, I'm talking stupid young. Like quarterback tw- in 23, 24 territory. Right. The fact that Kyler's going to be going 27, it's this Watson thing. It's the, I'm not saying he's going to get as low as Watson. He's going to play as bad as Watson. But the community now will push you down. Like Dak Prescott, if he was not to turned it around, the community was going to get ready to write this man's career off. That's fine. And, and that's it's where I'm saying. I'm not saying you can't hold him. My point is that understanding in, in Dynasty that uh, – the, the, there's too much. Um, what my point actually is getting to. There's too much value loss to quarterbacks because they're 27. If if this quarterback is 27, he could still play for seven years, five years the, easy. Uh, how good does the wide receiver in the second have to be for you to do this? I'll be honest with you. Like I, I tend to, and you know this, the way we do it in quarterbacks, like. You can drop this second. You can drop this nickel and diming getting to Dak. We're coming for cheeks. Like we're coming for <laughs> cheeks. You can leave these little these little extra picks out. Like there's there's one way you get there, and that's the hard way. I give you I give you three. Okay, go four ahead. options. Name it. What do you got? Justin Jefferson. Not <laughs> happening. Chase. Not happening. <laughs> the pick that's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. AJ Brown. <laughs> I'll throw CD Lamb in there. Okay, I was gonna say fizzle, fizzle. Holy crap! You didn't even say you didn't even say earmuffs too. Like if you, nah, Mike, I'll I'll throw Amon Ra into the ring. That that that's the list for me. That's a good one. Amon Ra to me is the is Amon Ra is actually the. I don't know that that person has it right, but Amon Ra is one of those where it's like okay, one for one, boom, done, easy. I'll take this. Uh, You can. What if it was your boy Garrett Wilson? You have to now. Now we're we're past the point of cheeks. And if you want to make this happen, you got to bring a lot of lube to the table. Like it's got to be, you know, it's not a second. It's got to be, I don't know, a late first maybe. It, if you give me a late first or something like that with Wilson, we could have a conversation, right? Like, okay. But but you got you if you're not giving me a straight up offer of one of those high end ones, which probably can't probably isn't going to happen in this league. It sounds like um, you're going to have to start bringing the quarterback piece to the table, like a real piece, not this second, not. 
it's a late second is not going to change my values on a quarterback purchase, right? Just understand what I'm what I'm trying to say there. I get you. Not bad. I'm still yeah. QB hoarding, right? You got a little nice uh, QB hoard going on here. You you really and, do. You really do. And the best part about it, right? If people don't like Dak, then you trade one of the other dudes that maybe they that's, like a little bit more. That's actually one of the beauties and underrated yeah, aspects, Mike, Dak. of the quarterback hoard is nobody likes Dak. Okay. I like Dak then. Who do you like? <laughs> I like Dak. I like Dak just fine still. Um, here, you can have – you want to come get your uh, Justin Herbert? Bam. Now we're now we're cooking with gas. Let's see what you pay for that. I feel that. I There's do Zach. that about the QB hoard. Yeah, you you have options, right? The only the only problem is if you know your quarterback hoard is Kenny Pickett and Mac Jones and the guys that you don't none, <laughs> nobody wants. Right? Nobody wants, <laughs> including <laughs> yourself. Zach doing it right, getting the eggplant in there. Appreciate you, buddy. What's going on with you? Is trading Alave for for Kincaid and three hundred one? I thought he was mad at us. Oh, he's of course he is. Okay. Doesn't mean that he's you know. Listen, Mike. It's kind of like um, in college, right? You, you play the game with somebody, you have a lot of fun with them. You can get mad over losing the game or, you know, a video game you're playing in the dorms or you can get mad over a play, but where the fuck are you going to go? You live in the dorms, man. Like, you still got to yeah. deal with us. You got to come deal with us even when you're mad. 301 and Kincaid for Alave in a 12-team Superflex, two tight end premium, half PPR enough. This is 301 in the 24 class, I'm assuming. Must be. Must okay. be. Michael. I'm going to describe it in a way. <laughs> Are you going to make Zach more mad at you? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, if you believe that the last couple weeks of Dalton Kincaid will continue from here till perpetuity, even when Dawson Knox, who they also signed to an extension and a contract and played a lot of meaningful snaps early on and looked like the value tight end, will continue and... And, capital and, Chris Olave, within the last four or five weeks, will only have a couple good games, like he's had the last couple, the last two, and he will be more like Chris Olave with uh, Derek Carr, who can throw the ball any farther than what Alvin Kamara <laughs> could run an angle route on, then yes, this is enough. Now, if any one of those things is not true, then fuck no. <laughs> No, thank you. Mm. Uh, Where's I, my I, answer? I, I mean, honestly, Mike, that, that's not a bad answer. Um, I, here, here's the way I will say this. Um, I actually, I, I kind of like a lot of your points you made there. They're, they're kind of the ones I'm going to make. If first and foremost, everybody listening to this, and uh, whether it's Christian clipping this as a short, or whether this is you're listening right now or later. The only reason I'm even giving this the credence and, and probably I'm going to end up making this trade, Mike, is the is a very key part, the two tight end part for me, right? The half point tight end premium is not a big deal for me. The two tight end, though, with a little premium makes it where, okay, maybe now is a league that this is where I'm willing to get a Kincaid. If this is a, if this is a single tight end league, man, everybody listening, watching this, if you don't play in a two tight end league or this is a, you're comparing for a single one, no, man, just stop right now. Um, because I don't care about the tight end position enough. Now, to the part of the two tight end, and just the way people trend, right? Mike, if Chris Olave came out, and let's say in the next three weeks had two top ten finishes, two out of the next three weeks had top ten finishes, 
He's still young enough. This is kind of the point I'm making the quarterbacks. It's all these assets. He's still young enough and has enough hype around him that you'll see a bump again. It, people are ready to be excited for Alave. The problem is he's starting to break people's hearts. And guess what's happening yep. at the same time? Kincaid's starting to have his uh, his showing out party. I'm already watching tr- Keep Trade Cut get Kincaid into a different tier ahead of Chris Olave in a league, Mike, that's not even all the way up. They have this new tight end premium thing. I didn't even take it all the way up. I took it to two, two pluses, not three. He's ahead of in a different tier. And I think that trend for people in Dynasty is going that way. You give me the 301 as a little grease piece, I'm okay with it. Understand there's a lot of downside for tight ends in their young rookie year, right? Because when you start peaking, you have a lot more to lose than gain. So um, this one's a little tougher, but I think with the grease piece of the 301, the fact that the format would be one that that does actually warrant a trade like this, I can get behind it. It feels rich. It never feels good getting off of an Alave share. Frankly, who's still a top 10 wide receiver and keep trade cut for a tight end and a third. If there's an exception to the rule, this would be it for me. Ooh. All right. Different ends of the spectrum here. Got a fight going on. Maybe Zach will be back on your side because he thinks you got bent over in IDP. Yeah. Well, I mean, now, now each one of you once today think I got bent over. You know, so here we are. Um, that's all right. I mean,. I, I think, too, Zach, here's the tiebreaker because it's very close for me. And I'll take the reason I'm taking the um, the tight end in the third is I'm getting the plus, and I think their, their values are close enough, and the two tight end warrants if you were going to lean into the tight end position, this is where possibly you could do it. I think the other tiebreaker is now, Zach, do you think that like an asset like Kincaid is pretty liquid to move in a league like this? Because – I'm viewing it more like that, where I think I can now move a piece like Kincaid later, too, if I want to. Um, if that's not the case and you feel like you're going to be stuck with him for a, a year or two, I think I might think a lot harder about this type of a trade. Ooh, that reminds me. i got to get a Chris Olave jersey. And I'm trying to figure out which one I get, Adam. Do I get the Saints version uh, or do I get the Ohio State version? You know the answer to that. <laughs> where, where, was he, where was he best at? Uh, the Saints last year. No. Oh, he, he was good last yeah. year. He was good last year. He was good. He was amazing last year. He was good. We we've been over this warp discussion. Let's not go okay. down the warp the warp right. lane. He was good. He was good. Actually, I do have an Olave jersey. I got a black one. I forgot about that. I was gonna say. I thought you already had the Ohio State one, but I'm. I've been yeah, trying yeah, to keep up with Fizzle and like one up them all over the time and. If oh, assets aren't elite, I'm going to treat them like redraft players. Fair? I don't mind that at all. Fair. <clears throat> I think that's something. we we got in a good discussion here. So, listen, the the offers have already been sent out. Most of them have been declined. But, Adam, I don't know if you caught that. I was looking at Derrick Henry. <clears throat> Last two games have been dog shit, right? Here's some free game for y'all. Last two games have been dog shit. You look at his schedule, though. <laughs> he gets Carolina, who's terrible this week. Terrible in Rundy. He gets Indianapolis, who's terrible. I think then he gets Houston, okay? Then he has a tough matchup I don't uh, against the Dolphins. And then he gets Houston again. And that's how okay. he finishes out your fantasy football season. Right there. Right? Like four cake matchups, one tough one. Okay. But against a team that also likes to, you know, get in shootouts and put up a lot of points. So maybe there's a possibility the Titans can 
keep up for a half. <laughs> okay. I was being May- nice. <laughs> Maybe. I was being nice. <laughs> we hope. I was being nice. Yeah. But but for like super cake run defense. So while the last two weeks look like shit, the three weeks before Derrick Henry is a top 12 running back, like an RB1 every single week. Mm-hmm. Last two weeks have looked terrible, haven't been good. People are like, should we panic? His father time finally caught mm-hmm. up to him. And I'm going, man, he might actually be a buy. So I get on the old keep trades cuts, right? The old keep trades cuts. Zach fucking Charbonnet was ranked higher than him. Yeah. By a fair amount. And there's some hype around Zach Charbonnet because maybe Kenneth Walker might miss a couple games with a groin or the abdominal. Oblique. Or whatever the oblique, fuck. yeah. Yeah, the oblique. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that, man. Everywhere I got Zach Charbonnet and I got a contender, I'm sending his ass straight away for Derrick Henry. And I'm going to bank on the fact Derrick Henry might blow up for me <clears throat> in the fantasy playoffs, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, people are like, well, don't you want the youth at the running back and the situation's looking better? Adam, Zach Charbonnet is not one of those players that falls into the category of I give a fuck how old they are. <laughs> He's not. Well, yeah. That, He's in the running back where I just look at him as, like, one-year rentals. Like, unless you're Jameer Gibbs or Bijan Robinson, the fact you're a rookie, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I was going to say, uh, I, I was going to call it out, but I wasn't 100% sure. I'm like, there has to be. I saw the order go through in the Squarespace, and uh, sure enough, it was Let's Kyle go. It was Kyle with a B last name, so Bargustus, I won't, I won't air out where you live and all that stuff, but I appreciate the order, and we appreciate you embracing the quarterback order. And I'll tell you one thing. While we both appreciate that, Fizz will tell you. you get a hat while you're there, we, we appreciate you being here today, as Fizz will tell you. You'll appreciate not just the purchase, but what you end up selling Dak or one of those other quarterbacks for? Because when you look back and it wasn't T, man, you're gonna be happy. Just, just stick it out, buddy. Just stick it out. Trust me on this one. But yeah, like the whole Charbonnet, Adam. What you, what do you think about that? I don't know if you caught. No, that. it's 100 percent correct. I think that that Mike, that kind of speaks to the point I'm making in general about players where it's a fallacy. It's I'm not saying it's correct, and that's why like sometimes when I'm saying the Kyler downside. It, I don't buy into it personally. I would I'm fine with Kyler. I just part of it is what can I trade these players for? And that's where tiebreakers may be different for me. It's not I just have seen the downside. I've seen how they treat age. They act like a guy who's twenty eight can never get into the elite territory before because he's twenty eight. I don't care what position he plays. Like it's I get you. You know what I mean? It's I, it's Mike Charbonnet, for your point, has done zero. Literally has given you no reason to believe he's going to overtake or even get into a uh, a snapshare conversation with Kenneth Walker. He misses. Gosh, he's not on IR. It, what's he going to miss? Let's even say he misses three weeks. Is that fair? Three weeks? Yeah. Okay, let's say he misses yeah. three weeks. Maybe. Maybe. Why are we valuing the fact that not just that Kenneth Walker is missing three weeks, but the fact that he's 22, 23? Like, why? Why does that go into a three-week window? Like it's to the point overall you're making, which is people get over their skis for youth. It's stupid. Like Kendra Miller is another one. They're like, oh, well, he's young, so he may have a role next year. You know how many of these young running backs? Like we, Adam, you and I used to be on this train all the time, man. And I gave a list of people in the Discord. Like I gave a list of all these guys that we propped up because of youth at the running back position. Where I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. Look at it. Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, dead. No one cares. Keyshawn Vaughn, Trey Sermon. This shit happens. The list is endless of who gives a fuck that you're young. Najee Harris is still young, and we treat him like he's fucking 37-year-old Frank Gore out there still hanging on, still hanging on with the Jets. Zach, here's what I'll tell you. trying to get one more year in. 
Zach, I'm not actually sure because it was I'm I'm we're we're behind on these comments. I'm not actually sure what this was in regards to, but here's what I can tell you. Don't you fucking tell me what my color is, because nobody knows what it is. Nobody can tell me what it is. They're all confused by my color. So you can't pick point it anyway. All right. That's right. We just had a great short. Thanks to Alan. All right. <laughs> Disappointed that Adam's white. So I'm not really sure if this is a good thing, a bad thing, or either way, but I'll just tell you out of out of love to fuck off. All right. Love it. All right. <laughs> Anytime you can tell Zach to fuck off, it's a good time. With you. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. Geist. 12 team. Superflex. Start 11. PPR. Two tight end with a 7.75 tight end premium. Giving Waddle, Mayer, 24 second. Get CD and Fant. Ooh. Pricey, pricey, pricey. I'll take the CD side. For sure, it's for sure. And, and I'll tell you, can I? Well, you want you want to tell you why you want to tell everyone why you take the other side, why you take the uh, CD side. Three pieces for one. Yeah, it's well. It, to me, it's um okay. So the two tight end thing and everything I just talked about with Kincaid, <laughs> and that's also me like not counting my guy Noah Fant. <laughs> like, and I don't either. Even the two tight ends start. This. If you have to start them, like if you have to put them in your lineup. I'm not counting Noah Fan anymore. I unfortunately, wouldn't even count Noah Fan in best ball. <laughs> in best ball, I, I Mike, I'll still hold him as a as a hope to God because I I, I roster oh, some shit. shit fucking tight ends in these leagues. <laughs> I roster okay? Josh Oliver about it, but I'm also best. considering Noah Fant closer to that Josh Oliver dog shit range. So just understand where it's falling. Okay, well, my love I and can, my defense. I consider, I consider Noah Fant a lot closer to Josh Oliver than I consider him to Hunter Henry, who also stinks. And also Michael Mayer. I mean, geez, stop it um, now. We can almost just, I wish we could go back and delete that video, but it's going to be an all-timer, that Noah Fant video I made. Anyway, here's the difference. In two tight end leagues, okay, Dalton Kincaid, Mike, I was just going to give you this on that last trade. Part of the reason I say this is, like, when I have concerns for tight ends that might not be sticky, right, we talk about this a lot, like a chig. Mike, Dalton Kincaid, I know Knox has been out, but they're, they're playing him on snap shares that are 84, 90. Okay, you're playing well. You've got the name value insulation. They're putting you in on every down. I, I could see it being where he stays in this range of high-end player. I'm not saying it's, it's locked in, but like that's kind of where I'm a little more willing to bet on it. I'm not saying Mayer isn't playing good snaps. Mike, I just don't think the, the value is really there for Mayer um, as far as tradeability in the two tight end league. And the problem for me is I, Waddle, I made this comment with, uh, with Eric actually on – what was that? The start sit show, or no? No, it was the recap show. I'm sorry. Uh, Waddle is for me right now feeling very name brand, and I'm not getting anywhere near the production, and I'm not sure that the name brand price is appropriate. So I'm getting off of that. I'm getting off of Mayer, who's I, I'm not saying I'm dismissing him, but I'm kind of nickel and diming my way from Waddle to get the CD, and the fact that fans coming back is fine. I don't really care. I probably end up being fine getting rid of him, frankly, but. I'm, th- this price to go get CD as a whole is too easy for me because um, I'm, I'm just not there on Waddle right now, bro. That's fair. It's just really tough for me to do a three for one. Yeah, if it was any type of piece that wasn't like this, you know, a 24 second and the mayor thing, I, I can totally get behind what you're saying. But because the pieces are those, I'm, I'm much more willing to do that. Because personally, I'd rather just take Waddle. Like I'd hold on the mayor and the pick. Okay. I'd take Waddle and I go get fucking Cortland Sutton, some other shitty receiver. <laughs> <laughs> but 
some other beast. And I turn Waddle into three mm. pieces. Because like you said, people have this overinflated mm. dynasty value over what he's actually giving you for production. So yeah, that's I mean, the move I actually make instead of going to like up tier to CD. I mean, if there's um I would say if there's scenarios that you have that are different than this trade, I'm not going to tell you I wouldn't make some of those other ones, but if if you guys I'll tell you this, in in a 12 team start 11 league like this, if you make more often than not some of those trades that down tier and get assets, and then you craftily make enough of these correct moves, like not too many of these, but you make enough of these moves when it matters the most, that combination's lethal. But to Mike's point, if you make enough of these uh, three-for-one deals, you'll end up finding yourself with no assets to play with even in the middling range. So mm-hmm. that's where it can you'll be, be diff- a, difficult. You'll be like Sean 12. Salty there we go. as fuck. Mm. That's not no a place assets. anybody wants to be, you know? That's no, sucks. no one wants to be him. Just crying in AF fuckos today, just going, ah, <laughs> Mike's coming for my ass. Okay, actually, hold on. No, I, I'm going to get to you, Flowasaurus. Sorry. I see uh, Noah Pollock. Boys, I fade. Oh, I'm sorry, not faded. I traded the 101 for Burrow. Thoughts? Yeah. No. You won't trade the 101 for Burrow right now? No. Mm, okay. I mean, no. I, I hope I hope you'll at least give the people some reason. <laughs> well, okay, right now, <laughs> right now, Burrow <laughs> looks like the better asset. But I'm gonna have like six months where people are gonna be talking about how high should Caleb Williams go? How high should Drake May go? There's gonna be a point where they're almost even. <clears throat> and the one thing I can say is the 101 that always gives people hope, like. Joe Burrow going to have to have a fan or two, right? Not saying that most people won't be interested in him, but there might be one or two people in your league who go, oh, I fucking hate Joe Burrow. Look, he's injured again. <laughs> Look, he had that calf. Now he's got this wrist. Maybe he can't jerk off and throw the football anymore, right? Listen, I already saw the story about the maybe Joe Burrow's kind of like Andrew Luck, right? Maybe he's going to retire early. I've already seen this shit. I haven't seen the shit about the 101. Like, you've seen it about Caleb Williams, but you haven't seen it about the 101 pick. So, I'm good. I'm good. At this point, I think I just I would hold the 101 <laughs> instead of trading for Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, well, context of the rest of the thing for me is massive here. But even still, I'll take Burrow. Um, because, and here, here's the reasons why. I'll give you my reasons, and you guys decide for yourself. Uh, Noah, in particular, you, because he says, I really don't know what I should be doing now in my rebuild squad. And, Noah, let me just tell you, um, not that Mike has not. Mike has done a ton of these dumpster dive rebuilds. We both have done plenty of pick hordes for years out and try to go get your, your team set up. Here is what I view in the scenario of this. So, the 101, to, to Mike's point, there is probably I, I I can't really for certain with certainty say um, that one or the other is going to happen as far as which one would be ahead or behind because Burrow is going to be coming off of being hurt the draft's going to come around there's definitely hype Mike makes a lot of good points there it's not even that for me when I get a one on one asset like Caleb Williams right I'm just going to for the sake of the narrative say let's just pretend that's the pick like you're gonna you're gonna use it on this quarterback all right now to Mike's point you could trade it. Um, and you can try to trade it a little more at a peak, but like the, the, the way I would view this and Noah, you got to ask yourself this, um, frankly, 
when I have a Caleb Williams in a in a one hundred one, and I have four twenty fours or four twenty fives and five twenty fours still left in my tank, what I'm actually trying to do now is find ways to make that pivot from Caleb Williams to Joe Burrow. Because what I'm looking to do now is extract not necessarily the full value of one hundred one at its one hundred percent peak. If I can get off of that for what I believe is a very very talented secure quarterback that can score elite points. I'd rather just lock that in than have, you know, if you want to try to shoot higher than that, you'll probably end up with Caleb Williams. And if you end up up with Caleb Williams, are we sure that he's going to produce like we, you know, have seen C.J. Stroud? Are we not sure that he could be a little more like Bryce? What If you're not going to trade him for Burrow, because see, for me, eventually I want to now secure the elite asset. I don't necessarily – want to have to wait for C.J. Stroud to develop. When you, If you hit a C.J. Stroud, it's awesome. But if you get a Bryce Young, you'll hate it. If I can secure one of what I believe is one of the top five, six quarterbacks in the class right now, or uh, from this pick in the class, into that, a secure dynasty asset that I think has elite upside and points per game ability, I'm just going to go ahead and do that now and de-risk. Because I already have all these other picks I need to do, worry about moving. The only thing I'll say is it's crazy that you talk about Joe Burrow in this way. The fact now he's injured, he's out for the rest of the year, so he's not going to be doing fuck all to mm-hmm. increase your dynasty value. We have this class coming in, and we just talked about Kyler Murray and how much the dynasty community ended up hating him and people were knocking him and doubting him and everything else coming back. <laughs> and yet, Kyler Murray's younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah. Kyler Murray runs the football. And Kyler Murray makes plays with his leg. It has a higher floor than Joe Burrow. Right. Kyler Murray has outscored Joe Burrow. Right. And that's all to Weird. the reason why. And that, you know what's crazy? It's all to the reason why Joe Burrow is more highly valued because people actually believe that Kyler Murray is not a guy that's going to be a successful quarterback For long now. term. Long term. They don't believe that he's like the answer long term, right? Joe Burrow is. Joe Burrow's paid highly. Joe Burrow's paid like one of the best guys out there. Joe Burrow is locked into that. And the, so and the community's Kyler telling you Murray. they value him that way. What's so that? Kyler Murray. What are you talking about? Kyler Murray is not paid like Joe Burrow. He's he's got a bag, but there's already concern. It's, it's, it's concern. It's what? not even guaranteed. What? He got the bag last year. I know he got paid. He did. Joe Burrow has a different contract than Kyler Murray does. Holy Santa Claus shit. <laughs> Adam. Come on, man. You, is this a bit? Hold on. No, no. You you think, hold on. Are you saying that the, that the community believes Kyler Murray's long-term success is the same that Joe Burrow's is? Yes. No, they don't. No, they do not. I, Maybe that not right that was now. fact. I can tell you but it's it not happen. true. It's not true. That factually is happen. not correct. The community does happen. not believe. Kyler Murray has a contract. That's just fine. Just like Joe Burrow has a contract. Okay. Joe Burrow. Kyler Murray got his contract. And, and also what I'm telling you is when a, a quarterback stays, when, quor- when a quarterback stays in this range, we can interrupt each other Kyler. all you want. I will continue to talk. When, co- when a quarterback Murray. stays in this range at 27, it's because the community believes and keeps them in that range. And yet he's falling. Right, because he's yet currently he's hurt. He's currently hurt. Is he Holy done for his shit. career? Just like Kyler Murray. Was Kyler Murray done for his career? Dope. People did not believe that Kyler Murray was going to help teams win games. People were concerned that once Cliff Kingsbury moved on, he was not going to be the future. That's different than what people believe in Joe Burrow. It's a okay. totally different conversation. Okay. Thank you. You're right. Okay, he's correct. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Glad. That's the answer. Noah, do yourself a big favor. Do yourself a big favor. One-on-one. Ask yourself, One-on-one. if you tr- if you keep Caleb, 
Do you think Caleb is going to for sure be a better asset than Joe Burrow and score you points? Because eventually when you have this, you want to get secure assets. The answer is Joe Burrow. Well, say the same thing about Kyler Murray. Because <clears throat> you know what you could do? Is you could, you could end up Murray. getting – Because you could end up getting no, 101. Oh, now it's the 101. It's 101. You got to ask yourself. You got to ask yourself. Is yeah. Caleb Williams going to be able to score as many fantasy points as the, Kyler Murray? No, but the asset. Want yourself I, into a safe asset that's going to score you fantasy points. I don't points. believe Kyler Murray is safe for the community. That's not going to be Kyler Murray because he might not have a job next year. I don't believe that the community values Kyler he as a safe asset. He might not be football anymore. Did, are you listening he to me? He might be dead. You, you know what, Mike? I'll tell you one thing. The shades on your face... It's got to be hot because I know those fucking things that are in the middle of your ears. You can't hear. You can't listen. I'll tell you one thing, man. Hey, Fizzle, let me. I want you to. I want you to be listening to this, Fizzle. Mike is going to hate anything that he doesn't believe in. That includes the Cowboys. That includes Purdy. And here's the here's the crazy part. Your argument makes no sense. Why is Burrow not all the way down? Why is Burrow not falling to quarterback fifteen twenty where Kyler was? Not yet. It's only been one week. He, so he's going to get to the f- quarterback 15 range, you think? He might. And he, no, he won't. For, for Stop it. Before you, before Stop you throw it. in 20, which you just fictionally made up this, no. this QB 20 number. No, I saw you, Kyler no, going in the no, sixth round. I, call, I saw Kyler going in the sixth round one of startups draft. this year. No. One draft. Two. One draft. Two. Two drafts. Draft. Two okay. drafts. Two drafts. Two out of 40. That's, that's ridiculous. Burrow's <laughs> never going to go in the sixth round of any type of dynasty startup superplex ever. Mike, that's that's too many. One is too many. Two is definitely too many. He fell to QB fourteen. Okay, which is a range that Joe I gave Burrow you could a guess. To. I gave he's not going to fall to quarterback fourteen. Clip he's this, not. Christian. Clip this. He's not going to fall to quarterback fourteen. No, it's already down to seven. He was. Down I know to nine that he is. earlier this year. Right, and he, he was, was healthy. But he was he was healthy. He, he was when he was down. He to was. Play. He was not healthy. He was playing. He was not healthy. He was, he was playing football. That's healthy. No, that's not. No, that is not, man. Well, get your I, ass off the field then. I can't take you serious. He was not healthy. He was Ain't playing. Ain't nobody healthy at this point in time. Uh, this point in time, th- he, then was week one and two and three when he was not healthy. Oh, shit. Go through a training camp. You healthy when you come out of training camp? Fuck no. You play fucking sports. <laughs> oh, my goodness. People are much more healthy in the early part of the year, and there's plenty of people healthy relative to the end of the year. When In the oh, football season, God. we've never played that long. We don't even know, but we all know exactly. everybody's hurt. Everybody knows Joe, it's hurt. Joe Burrow's dog shit. Take the one-on-one. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Clip that, too. Joe Burrow's dog shit. My goodness. I mean, I hate I hate the Bengals, and my, I'll at least tell you the truth. Uh, oh, you love the Bengals because Joe Burrow's an Ohio State guy, right? Even though he never fucking actually, you know, started for you. I'm, I'm actually curious uh, if there's any other. I don't see any other. <laughs> we got an inbox offer for Dynasty Barry. We have to answer. He even put the eggplant. No, I'm just I, I'm surprised nobody has any uh, any takes on the one on one versus Burrow. I thought I, what, one, one way or the other. Uh, Twelve team superflex start ten inbox offer. Barry, here you go. Mahomes, CMC, and Kamara for a rich one hundred two late twenty four first late twenty four second, and this manager's twenty five first back. He decided oh, he can't shit. compete. I've been trying to compete. Okay. Talk about an offer. This is a uh, all right. So let let, me, let let's just try to. Um, get the assets a little more straightened out. So for you're talking about the 25 first back, which is a big piece because he wants to rebuild, probably make it early. The 102, a late 24 first, a late second, an A-rich. 
102, you're talking. So let's just pencil in one of the quarterbacks, Mike, for the sake of argument, right? A Rich and the A Rich and a Drake May or a Marvin Harrison, right? Four and Mahomes. a 25 first back. Oh, you're just going to, you're, you're trying to break it down? Okay. Got it. Yeah. For Mahomes. A Rich and the 102 for Mahomes. I would take Mahomes there. Pass. You you want Mahomes or which which side? I'll take the two assets. I'll take A Rich and the 102. Okay. So and you, then it makes the rest of it dog shit. Okay, so then you don't you won't give the the twenty five first back for CMC essentially, right? No. And then and then yeah. the first ten seconds too much for Kamara. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I would say that the trade as a whole, like I don't agree with the point of Mahomes for those two assets, um, but to the point as a whole, I think there is a lot of value here for this trade, a ve- a whole lot of value for this trade. Um, I mean, Barry, here's my question to you. In, in, in a trade like this, at this time of the year, okay, if you're going to make this, Barry, like I, I have to, if I'm going to even consider this, which you're already clearly considering, I think you have to say, okay, if I make this trade, if I lock in CMC, I lock in Mahomes, and I lock in Kamara for this price, like I'm winning my, like I'm almost basically paying the tax to win. So if you look at your team and you say, Man, if I had Mahomes, CMC, and Kamara to this team, I significantly lock in my chances to win. That's probably the only case I'm making to to, to make this trade because this, this is a lot back. And especially here's the problem: the 25 first that you have them by the balls by. That's the one piece that makes me feel like I could maybe try to get something else in my side or take something out of this trade. Where are you at right now, Barry? Like. First, second, <clears throat> third. How's your points forward look? <laughs> it's a lineup, start 10, so you do have some variance. Oh, God, no. He wants a chain too? Nah. <clears throat> no. Piss off. Well, I think, uh, I mean, that's a, it's weird to want a chain, but just because, um, like, that's not, I don't know, that's not the, I, I shouldn't say that. It's just not the asset I'd be looking for back in a trade like this, but. Um, listen, if you're going to, if a chain's going in this trade, we definitely, you definitely have to carve some stuff out of this. It's, it's way too much when you put a chain in, in my opinion, frankly, I sent him his 25 first for CMC. <laughs> I mean, right, he, but here's, here's the thing though, Mike, here's the one thing though, this late 24 first, the one Oh two and a rich nice assets, but like if, if you're in a position to win now and I can get Mahomes, I'm not saying I want to, you know, just pay the world for him, but like that's a that's a big thing if you need that super flex spot, right? And you get him you get a I mean, you get the guy. If I I'm with you on this one. If I was in position to win like right now. Yeah. A Rich and the 102. And I get Mahomes. Yeah, fine. man. Definitely. Fine. And to 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 that point. Now, if you're not in the position, you have to ask yourself why am I not in the position? Can I really afford to send 102 and A-Rich for Mahomes? Probably not. Yeah. yeah. I think, Barry, uh, I think it's too much. I think – let me ask you this, Mike. What would you counter back or what would you say, hey, you want this 25 pick back. I want to go win. We only have a certain amount of time to dance. What are we looking at? Like, what's Rich the counter? Had the 102 for Mahomes if you're ready to roll. If not, that you don't actually need Mahomes. Maybe right. you got some quarterbacks who are playing better because let's not act like Mahomes is the fucking one – and warp, right? He, he hasn't been through eleven weeks. 
That's Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. So he says he, he says this team was the one that he wanted to rebuild with initially, but now like a trade like this would make him in the position to potentially win. So it's kind of a – he basically saying if I push in and make this type of a trade, he thinks the rest is ready to go. That doesn't sound very confident to me. It doesn't. Pass. He's also he's saying trying to compete. Fact is, hold on. Let me just put. The, I'm try, I'm gonna just start putting these up instead of just reading them aloud. Fact is, adding these pieces doesn't guarantee me anything. And okay. Start ten. Yeah, I mean, I would say Barry, if you have a pretty damn good squad and you're like, okay, I get Mahomes, I get CMC, and I get Kamara because Kamara's aging, but he's playing well, warp wise, right? CMC's, I mean, warp god with a ton of risk if he gets hurt, and Mahomes is just Mahomes. So like, if you if you lock those into a really good team and you say, hey, I have a chance to win, like not just a chance, I have a very good chance to win. I'll make that trade. Like I, I'd probably take a chain out or do something to make it a little more palatable. But I would make a trade in that scenario. To Mike's point, if you're not really locking in a title there, I don't know that right now is the time to really necessarily make that move. Frankly, right? Not like it's just up. I just played the fucking variance, and you might luck yourself into a title anyway. Says the fifth seed. And now, all the time. And now to Mike's point too, with the the two pieces for one. If you have one hundred two. Like, 102 is not going to pass Mahomes, but 102 is going to get a bunch of steam. A, a. Rich is going to get a bunch of steam in the offseason. In the offseason, shit, man. That that 102 and A. Rich can buy a fucking lot. Right now is not the time to push that in, other than if you can win the title. So that's, I guess, the reason I'll say that. All right. Let's get one more question if we got one. We bounce out. And I got P. Mike's got a P. All right. I got, I kind of, I'm sure I do too. You sure you put this like you don't? No, I mean, I just, I'm looking at the time. I can't believe it's already 11.15 almost. Jeez. Well, time flies when you're having fun and arguing no, about well, Joe Burrow. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, it, always on AMA it goes forever. It's an hour and a half in. That's just, I don't know. It is what it is. It just flies. Sup, South Harmon and shitheads. What's up, man? Time out, though, too. Like, I got to, Adam, how the fuck did we ever do this for seven hours on day three of the nfl draft because i feel like we do an hour and a half on the ama i gotta fucking piss like a racehorse by the time it's mike done. like it almost you hurts. guys you guys thought i was shitting upstairs hours. you guys thought you guys had a whole a whole bit that i was going upstairs oh, to take a shit. shit remember that's how many times i went up to piss oh, i was going shit. so frequently I, I probably pissed like eight times in that span maybe it's just me i don't feel like i peed at all well here's can i tell you why right now when we do this show we don't break the seal. We basically like hold it, hold it, hold it, and we go. Once you break the seal, it's a it's a wrap, dude. We're going up every hour probably. Um, all right. So I hope you guys are all having a great night and getting some ship winning deals done. We all are in agreement with that. Hell yeah, chef. Isn't Henry part snowman yeti? Feel like he crushes it every winter on snow day. Mm. Hey. Walker has a brutal gonna... schedule. Oh, I thought there was a question. I damn. Uh, well, we appreciate you tapping in, uh, I Chef. I don't know if we're going to get two snow games. He plays Houston twice. So one of them yeah. will be in Nashville, not a highly snow area. And I sure as fuck know Houston don't get snow ever. Well, there's the right. – uh, Has it gotten snow it, one time? Well, you're familiar with Christmas, the, the Christmas jingles that are coming around. I, I, my wife's already playing them, you know. Uh, a tender no. Tennessee Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Mike, it doesn't – well, it is. It, it was Thanksgiving like to, oh, two listen, weeks ago. Anyway. I have a conversation with her. Next oh, time you should there. see you should see my my one of my good friends' wives who, as soon as Halloween's over, as soon as Halloween's over, it's all no. up. Oh, bro, yeah, oh, absolutely. No. It's a you it's a uh, it's a pandemic. It's the new pandemic um, in the world. 
The Christmas uh, come early. Anyway, a tender Tennessee Christmas to the point you're making. There's no guarantee that it's snowing there. And Houston, while they can open it up, they ain't open it up uh, for snow. And I don't even think it's going to snow down there anyway. So, um, yeah. It was a good thought. It's just the schedule doesn't work out. Maybe. I don't think there's going to be one in Miami either. (laughs) You never never, know. Maybe it'll be a hurricane. Um, Yeah. Indianapolis. It's in a dome. This is this is it, man. Here you go. Y'all see this? This is how we Jeez, end on South Harmon. One quarterback. One quarterback. 12-team, one QB, one tight end. Sell Schultz for projected 204. I have McBride and nothing at tight end. Competing was offered, but was offered. Schultz has been good, though. You're saying no? I'm keeping him from death. This class is going to be good, and if you, and if I were to take away four quarterbacks, uh, this becomes like the what two hundred eight <clears> in uh, twelve team superflex leagues, right? Which is still going to be fine, like the way I project yeah. it right now. Like I think most of the second round, if not all the second round, is going to be really good players that you're going to want. But if I'm competing, like why am I doing this, right? Like what, <laughs> what for? I know you're probably starting McBride, but Schultz has also actually been playing very, very well. He should be in consideration for starting as well, and it's a nice depth piece for the uh, the playoff bush. Like pass. Pass. What if, what if Zach Ertz comes back in the next couple of weeks, and all of a sudden McBride's like back to being dog shit, and you just traded away Schultz for, a, you know, a second round pick, and I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know what? Let's just keep the theme, man. Um, now I'll say this: I don't know what the ability is for you to get a different tight end out there, like what how replaceable they are. But I think um, as much as I hate this pick, and I hate one quarterback picks because Mike just nailed the point of, all right, you take four quarterbacks out of the class. Now this 204 is like maybe the top quarterback-ish pick, or which I don't want to use in one QB. Like I, I'm not, I don't want to be the guy that's taking that in one quarterback. Unless you take an A-Rich or some, some, some guy that has elite upside, I don't want to do it. Um, but here, here's the thing I'll say. If – Scribbles, if you want to lean into the the Koopa life, the A warp life, you just do this because it's a it's a early second, and maybe you can actually flip this for a player that can get into your lineup on a team that's competing. You could start McBride. You could even start maybe someone that's worse. I think the other thing you have to have a conversation with is uh is this tight end premium? What is a warp? What does warp really look like? Like what is Schultz actually doing for this team? Like I, I, Schultz has been good, and uh, frankly. Being attached to the Texans' offense is something that you just want on contenders. So, I'm not going to say it's a smash deal. Um, I don't know the the entire situation that you have. My gut just tells me that it's the correct play to probably A-warp this and try to see if I can move 204 or whatever. But, um, it, it, it's close enough. If you just want to stay, I understand. But, I, I think I would be of the mindset of exploring if I get this 204 what else do I have and can I get a position difference maker that matters elsewhere that that's kind of where my head goes but yeah well the last four games there's seven thousandths of a difference in a war per game between the two so between McBride and uh Schultz yeah seven yeah. thousandths thousandths not thousand thousands, and that's where Mike I'll, like, I don't give Koopa a lot of a lot of like you know I, we, we don't we don't really do that with our squad. Like we, everybody knows how we feel. We love each other, but we don't really come out here and just you know 
suck each other off in the streets, right? Koopa, I'll give you your credence, man. This is, you know, this is Koopa. He, he's he's warping my mind a little bit, man. I, w- I would have always been with Mike here. Like, nah, I just I want Schultz. This 204 is not valuable. If you know your league and you may be able to move this 204 um, and something else and, and get a positional difference maker and just roll out McBride or roll out a different tight end, I think that's probably the avenue I would go. But if you can't do that and you wanted to hold, I understand. Just looking at the last two games, if you want to make the sample size that small, there's four hundredths of a difference in a win between the two. Favorite. Oh, right. my goodness. Yeah. But Dalton Schultz is still, like, tight end seven. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only problem uh the only problem with tight end seven is that's like so l- subjective league wise like if it's a, a no tight end premium or a minimal tight end premium it's like who gives a fuck about tight end seven but if it's like a heavy tight end premium or something that tight end seven might be in the range of you know a good skill player so scribbles that's what i'm that's what i'm deciding by what's the tight end premium where does quarterback seven look like in warp how replaceable is it if you just move on because i think in most formats, I'm probably going to move on, but I, you know, I can't say that guaranteed for yours. Could you use that 204 to go buy something else? At a that, that's position? that's exactly or my add point. Add to it, yes. upgrade, yeah, yeah. possibly. Yeah. That I hate seconds. I don't want to make seconds in a one quarterback. Like I really don't. But mm. you might be able to trade them. You know, so that's well, the that's also that's like the difference. I, I just hate one QB leagues. I don't want to play in one QB leagues. I didn't want to go that I far, hate. but. Uh, <laughs> Mike did nice. so. We're, 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 we're both we're, we're both on the that 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 we're both on the same page of uh, we don't want any part of one quarterback leagues. I love it. How the fuck do we end on one QB question? Because I did that on purpose. I we did start that, with I did Brock Purdy. We end with a one QB question, and we argue about fucking Joel. I will admit, I am, I am truly surprised at your like. I guess community dismissal of Joe Burrow. Not, I, I've seen you do crazy stuff. I'm, you've seen me do crazy stuff. I just, I'm, I'd be surprised to see Burrow fall as far as you think he might. So, I, I hey, it's a, it's a prediction. Once people didn't like him for whatever reason. I tried to trade away Joe Burrow when he was playing bad, and yeah. nobody fucking wanted him. So it was weird. Yeah. And just the fact he's older than Kyler Murray and really can't do anything for the rest of the year, this year because he's got a, a fucked up wrist and Kyler's out here playing. So yeah, I think uh, I'll be interested to see how it plays out. And then, like I said, yeah. we got two good quarterbacks entering the class, which are going to be a we discussion do. for we do. Well, first we're, round dynasty starter picks is going to be a nice debate on where Joe Burrow actually falls with the one hundred one or the one hundred two. I don't disagree that Caleb will get into the mix of Burrow where he's at. There's. I, no debate there. I think Caleb's going to end up being way overvalued. Is kind of the reason I'm okay making the trade now. But what, like for for me anyway, I know Burrow's not as young as T Law, but I just see like the pocket passer that we think that, that the community thinks is really elite, like a T Law. Like they get so much extra value insulation that they shouldn't get, frankly. And I've had this conversation. Although T Law had a great week last week, we we're all sitting here saying, why the fuck is he still quarterback nine and keep trade cut? Like that's I think some. I don't know, errant, but uh, I think that's where the community's at. So we'll see. We'll see. We will see. We will see. T-Law has a great week. Drops down one more spot. You see? You see? You see? (laughs) It makes sense, Adam. I'm not going to make T-Law make sense. I definitely can't do that. But uh, we love y'all. Mike's got to piss. We'll see you back here. Same time, same place on Wednesday next week. We hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. We will see you on the Sunday recap. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.